Baltimore-bred Chris Clayton, a.k.a. Charisma, has been associated as an incredible producer in Deep House, Deep Techno, Hip-Hop, Jazz, and Broken Beats. He uses many aliases, such as K-Tronic, which tend towards the darker tones, and K2, which are the brighter, more buoyant re-edits of R&B songs. And of course, his work with the production powerhouse The Basement Boys is the stuff of legends. And then there's the beast behind the decks. You've seen him do his crazy turntablist sets using CDJs, so much so that he was sponsored by Pioneer Pro DJ Japan. This year, Charisma will be the honored headlining DJ for the Five Magazine 12-year anniversary, and we couldn't be more excited. While he was busy touring Europe, I managed to catch him in between his crazy schedule of gigs. So last year, you know, we had spent for our 11-year anniversary at Smart Bar. You guys have known each other, f like, for what, like 15 years? Or is it 20 years? Yeah, about 20 years. When you guys do your tag teams, do you pre-plan your sets or you just vibe off of each other? No, it's all organic. So I got to get to know Spen a little bit. Are you two exactly the same? Or are you kind of opposite to him? Um, musically, yes. We uh -huh. in two different fields, you know. Like, I like stuff a little bit more out there. He kind of stays in the line of, um, you know, house. Where, I'm, whereas, you know, I like to play a little bit of everything in my set. He uh -huh. kind of just sticks the house. So I'm, I'm the weird guy till to our our thing. You're the weird guy. <laughs> yeah. Spen's pretty weird. No, I'm just kidding. I love him. Yeah. Well, it gets weirder. I was reading your resident advisor article on DJing, and I thought that was just so brilliant. Was that recent? Oh, uh, well, that, that was this year, yes, definitely. The thing that I found interesting was that you were talking about when you were playing in Baltimore, you had to play a bunch of different things just because of the limitations of the parties that were there. And so mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you, because like right now in Chicago, there's not a whole lot of house gigs going on for a lot of DJs and so sometimes we have to play a lot of stuff that you know normally is not in our forte do you think that's a good thing for a DJ to be able to do to have to play the cheesy commercial gig at the mall to have to play the hip-hop gig once in a while what do you think of that well it's all in what you want out of it like me my thing was always I want to put people on to things that that's my agenda put you on to some new stuff freak you out but at the same time, have a good time. Let's have a ride, man. You know, if you want to be, uh, you know, it, it's certain things that people are in this game for. If you want to be a big DJ, then you got to be commercial. I've not seen, you know, people who, you know, like myself, kind of be big. You know, do your own thing and, you know, you stick to your rules and, you know, you, you don't fall to the crowd. Right. You don't play that game. So, you know, if you want to be a big DJ, yeah, you got to do that. But you know, I also say if you want to be in that, you got to like it. You got to love it because people can tell. And then, you know, for your own self, as you know, because it's a it's an occupation. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to play that stuff, then don't do it. But realize, you know, if, if that's the way you're going about it, that's the sacrifice. You won't play any, you know, you won't get to play a lot of what you like. When you say commercial, you mean you're not talking about like the big festival DJs. You just mean like the, like the ones who play the open format stuff. No, no, no. I mean like, okay, if you want to be a big commercial DJ like a Carl Cox or whoever mm -hmm. you think is big, they actually love that music. So if you love that, then yeah, you won't consider it commercial. But if you're not from that, 
and you want to be big, you're going to have to do that. That's gotcha. that's what I'm saying. How do you educate yourself with your music? How do you get to hear about newer music? You know, what avenues do you use to expose yourself to what's new right now? Bandcamp. And then I'm lucky because, like, um, I get a lot of different promos. Oh. And then just listening to other people's mixes as well. You know, I, I try to do it all. When I'm not doing my music, I'm listening to somebody else's stuff. Bandcamp? Seriously? I've never thought about that. I, I always use... Oh, Bandcamp is killer, man. Just... All you got to do is... There's a lot of DJs that's on there, like myself. Okay. Day, he's another good guy to follow. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a Facebook, you know, dare I say that, for music and really good music. It's, it's not commercial at all. You'll find, you'll, you'll find some of the freakiest stuff on there, but it's cool, man. It's that place. It, it's not iTunes. It ain't anywhere else that has, like, the music they have on there. And it's great because, you know, you, there's fan interaction. Yeah. So if somebody buys something from me, they can actually talk to me. That type of thing going on. But, you know, also following other DJs that you, you know, you're into that sound and seeing what they buy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's how I, how I find a lot of stuff, man. Great. That I don't know. Oh, thanks for putting me on to that. Thanks for putting on the readers to that. <laughs> yeah, man, definitely. They need to be on it. And then what I find really fascinating, too, is is about your DJing. The the Resident Advisor article really covered a lot about it. It says that you practice two hours a day. Do you still do that, or was that in the beginning when you were getting to know the device or, you know, all this? No, stuff? that's still now. Really? Because I want, yeah, man, you know, I want to be tight when I'm playing out. You know, you can't let, okay, I'm nice. I'm just going to let it go. You know, you gotta you gotta keep it up. You know, Jazzy Jeff and all these other guys that we were there as DJs. Trust me, they home practicing, and I'm not on the road like Jazzy Jeff. So you know, he's at more gigs than I am. So that's practice for him. So yeah. he's gonna find out things. I'm home. I got to practice if I'm not in front of people. So I never lose that edge, man. And that's what I like too. What you said. You said something about. You, someone has to keep the bar high. That's your duty because otherwise people become complacent mm-hmm. with, with just, a di- you know, especially with the laptops, etc. I know you're an ambassador for Pioneer. I watched a video of you that they did in Japan, I believe, where you were giving a demonstration. Mm-hmm. Can you give, for people who are interested in maybe, you know, exploring the technology more, can you give them some suggestions on unused features that you think are gems for really helping make a, a set pop out or maybe stuff that they can look into that you know that they didn't know that pioneer had um i mean all of it's basic but i mean my suggestions are are this not nothing that i could tell you to use but a experiment on it mm-hmm. b think of like um think of it as like a drum machine and a keyboard right when you're playing and that's a weird thing to say but that's the way i think of it it's not just just a cdj as an instrument take favorite phrases from your favorite acapella play with them play with words man play with notes that's what i do if there's a certain chord that you like that you maybe can practice putting it over another beat you know that those are things that i do and you know it's just really easy and you know using record box helped a a bit with me because you know i get to set up my cues Mm -hmm. before the show and practice all of that stuff before the show so those are good things to do or at least that's what i do there's certain things that i've done you know live that i've actually made an edit of in ableton Uh but you know it's either or like if it's a place or you know say for instance if i'm playing on the boat or whatever the case may be and the sound may not be as good then i'll play my edit of it 
Mm. But if I'm in a stable place, then I'll do this thing in front of you live, you know, because I can. Yeah. You know, it just all depends on time and place, man. You know DJ EZ? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think... know him, but I need to know him, but I know of him. Oh, you two look great. Oh, my God. I would love to see a, a you two on the bill one day. Me too. Me too. It's out in the universe, so I think it'll happen. They got to put us two together at some point. Man. Yeah. You're in London. Did you do... Southport Weekender or Sunsea Beat or Glitterbox or either of those three? Which ones did you do? Just I've done just a Defected party so far. Okay. Tomorrow I do Glitterbox for Defected. And then um, next, um, from next Tuesday to Saturday, I'm doing Sunsea Beat. Can I tell you, I went to London for my first time two years ago, and then I went to Southport Weekender, and I was just so blown away because as press, I have to cover all these festivals. Mm -hmm. And in the U.S., I just, it's just kind of like I, I can pick it on my hand who I want to see at the festival. But something like Sunsea Beat or Southport, it's just I, I want to see every single artist. Why do you think uh, Europe has that, has more options in terms of that music with that soul? Why do you think that is as opposed to the U.S.? Do you have any theories to that? Well, I mean, honestly, I think that Europe has kept it going. Whereas U.S. kind of, you know, to be truthfully honest... They liked house. They didn't love it. Really? It a, it's always been an underground thing. That's that's even like now, as far as the hip hop is concerned, they're starting to use house samples and house stuff and mm -hmm. not get an actual house producer to produce that stuff because they like it. They don't love it. So oh. I always, I, I, I mean, this is on my own opinion. You know, yeah. U.S. could take it or leave it. Yeah. But Europe loved it. Japan loved it. So they, keep, they kept it going. So I always, you know, I always think, you know, as, when it comes to music in the U.S., if it ain't making money, they ain't interested. Oh. And that's, that's sad. It's, <laughs> no, it, no, I mean, I'm about, you know, the business of it, yes, that's what it is. Yeah. Because there's no way from now, from Crystal Waters and finally, that we don't hear at least one or two house records. The last thing that I heard in rotation was Louis' mix of um, Dance? the Wines Brothers. You yeah, know, that was, yeah, yeah. You know, and it should be more of that. But it's not you know yeah. so if it ain't you know it's, it's a money thing what do you like to play nowadays like what are your set i know you you play everything but is there anything you're favoring right now yeah it's a, it's a little bit of everything because you know like there are some tech house records i play mm -hmm. like i like a lot of kink stuff yeah his stuff dope you know it, you know his translates you know both through tech and the house. So I, I like a lot of his stuff. Mm -hmm. um, Detroit Swindle, I like their stuff. Yeah, oh my God. Um, yes. You know, because it, it always works. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm always in between because I feel music is subjective and it's all in the way that you present it. So I'll play techno. I won't play it at 130. Mm -hmm. I'll play it at 125, but, you know, to make it fit into my set. Because yeah. if it's dope, it's dope. That's That's where I am with music. If it's dope, I'm playing it. Yeah. Whether it be hip hop, R and B, all of that, you know, I'm I'm in it, man. Really? So you 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 play an R and B song in the middle of your set? I've never heard you play. Yeah, it. I have done at Southport. I went in and it was supposed to be an all house set, and I took a chance. Actually, my first time playing, and I broke the set down and played Fantasy. Oh. And I didn't know that you know that was like a theme for them, so they just lost it. That's great. Is that on video somewhere? No, oh. but uh, there is another instance where I played. I did that 
again and I played Bill Withers. I broke the house set down, went into Bill Withers. Wow. And that's actually on video. So, you know, when was the last time you played Chicago? Because I think the last two times you were supposed to play, I think it, it never panned out. Do you remember the last time you actually played in Chicago? Sheesh, it's been years ago. Let, let's say the last time I remember playing. Yeah. It was at Prop House because I had a residency there, kind of, sort of. I was going to so just you know say. that's been years ago. You know that's years ago. Oh, my God. Prop House was my spot to go to on Fridays. I would just... That was, that was, I just live out there. So was it you and Spen that do like at the same time or you would go there and he would go there? How did that work? No, what happened was Spen was doing it heavy and then all of a sudden he got really, really busy mm-hmm. going overseas. So, um, you know, he sent me and said, you know, Chris could do it. And then they just had me for the rest of the while. And then, you know, I started getting busy and couldn't do it anymore. Oh, was it on Fridays and then Craig Loftus? Yep, uh, definitely on Friday, yep. Okay, and then Craig Loftus was also a resident there, right? Yep, sure was. Oh my God, I remember. I I must have heard your set then, because, I mean, it was probably, what, you'd say 10 years ago? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about the R2 records, what you're doing right now, you you know, what we can look forward to, etc. Well... R2 is uh, is actually owned by a good friend of mine named Kerry, and we met some years ago, and we've just been cool ever since. So yeah, we um, the next thing I'm actually working on is my next album for the label, and it's going to be titled uh, Beautiful Struggle. Okay, that's nice. So I'm working on that now, but I've also have a lot of remixes coming. I just well, it's actually promoed today. I did this thing for a guy named Demure for Yoruba um, Records. Oh! Demure was just on the cover. Yeah, Discover. So I remixed that for him. So that's coming soon. I did a remix for Ocean La Day as well for his song, Same Same. That's coming on Yoruba. A record I did for Dejun Records, uh, DJ Shimza, Congo, a remix of that is coming. Something I did for Six Borough Project that's coming as well. And uh, lastly, but not leastly, a thing I did for a guy out of uh, Paris, Nick V's label, Mona, a remix of Hugo LX New York, and that's coming. So, like okay. three or four things coming out, you know, in a soon while, well, you know, while I'm doing my album. <laughs>